following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday, 11.30, and I can't hear myself in my headphones, so I don't know I what's you. going uh-huh. on. You can? I can okay. hear you too, brother. All right, there we go. 11.30, Let's Thursday, go. Central Time. It is 75 degrees outside. It feels like 75 with a high of 80, Lit. a low of 57. We don't... Apparently, we can't afford... <laughs> a camera to stay on the plaza the whole time so we had to take the plaza camera and put it in the war room so there's a live look at the Dallas Cowboys war room and there's nobody in there there's nope. a phone and there's three chairs and that's the that's the live look that we normally get of Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco but that is the war room at Ford Center yeah, in the yeah. Star in Frisco so there you go that's the the non-action war room and I've got I've got gifts today, fellas. I have gifts to oh, co- to commemorate geez. this this draft that we had. I have draft nice. caps. All right. Thank and Chris you, Beam, I need you to come in here real quick because Thank you know you, everyone that participates in this show in person is getting a gift today. <laughs> <laughs> and because Jesse so Holly, my, so you're giving my hat away. Jesse Holly <laughs> failed to participate. He does not get the participation awards. Yeah, Chris, that's Jesse's yours. Hat? Yeah, you get Jesse's hat. Look, there's Chris Thanks, Beam Jesse. and Jesse's hat. So there you go. Wow. Wow, <laughs> wow so, Chris. I'm going to wear this one the rest wow. of the show. Wow. Here we go. Wow. Wow. What size did you get? I got a large, mini, uh, medium you might large. Need, you might need this one, Nate, because this is this is double X. What'd you it's get? It's a medium large, Here, man. You ain't going to fit that. Here, you better take that one. <laughs> you better swap. Okay, There bro. we go. All right. Thank you for the hat. So, man. Jesse, sorry, sorry for your luck. If you'd have been here, wow. Where are you at today, Jesse? Why are you not Shannon, in the studio? Just, just, just like my dad, man. Just like my dad. This is the trauma. You're, 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 you're opening these wounds again, Shannon. The trauma of my father, of you leaving well, me out good. again. You know, this is the oh, stuff. Man. I go to therapy and I try to talk through these things and I try to get the necessary help that I need. And one of the things my therapist says, said, Jesse, you need to continue to give more and you need to surround yourself with people who are giving people. And then I'm thinking like, wow, hanging with the boys. What better way than to surround myself with some great giving people like Kurt Daniels, like Nate Newton. You can Mike have my hat, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so the trauma again. The ch- here, here is the trauma again happening all over again. Thank you, thank you, Shannon. Then Kurt, you know, you you, I mean, not Kurt. Uh, uh, Chris Beam, you don't, you don't help it. You should have been like, nah. You know, Jesse's my guy. That's my dude. I love him. You know, but you came in. You was like, oh, what, what? Got a hat? Oh, thanks, man. Forget Jess. God, Leah. You just, just what I think. I got a good supporting group around me. Hey, I'm I'm giving. I gave everybody a hat except you because you're not here. Where are you? Where are you, Jesse? I am in uh, the casa. Um, well, because I have to quarantine. No, oh, I do no. not have the virus. I've tested. I've tested five days in a row. 
and they've all been negative. But because I told you guys last week, I was going to a track meet for mm-hmm. our state track meet. And one of the parents of talk, talking about being a giver, right? We had some parents come down to support us. So I said, what's the nice thing to do? So I treated everyone to a nice kind of team family dinner mm-hmm. just to kind of say thank you guys for coming out and supporting nice. and taking time off and driving down here to Waco. Right. And so we're at the team dinner and later to find out one of the parents at our team dinner oh, no. uh, tested positive <laughs> no. for COVID. Um, and so uh, by rule, I had because I was in direct contact, it was only for like 25 minutes I was there. Like really like 25 minutes that I was there, but I was in direct contact. And so I had to quarantine. Um, I feel fine. My allergies are killing me because I had the windows open. Jesse, I just asked where you at. I didn't want to, I didn't need your life story, man. I just said, yeah, where I'll you give at? you my life story, man. Cause I sound, you I sound could, a little nasally. You could just you know say I'm, I'm at home. So, I'm well, at I'm home. Not there. I'm at home and I couldn't be there because nah, of the, I get the, the, line, yeah. the people, the people, cause no, if I, if I said I'm at home, you'd be like, well, why? Yeah, why are you at home? Jesse? You're right. What's happening? You're right. Yeah. Well, Jesse, glad that you feel good. Glad that you have not tested positive for for COVID um, yet. You got what one more day before you for you free? Yeah, I'm free tomorrow, baby. Okay. Well, I'm I'll free s- tomorrow. I'm I might be able to find you another hat just because you have a valid excuse. Well, we're, I'll work on it. But anyway, thank you to Appreciate the you. thank you to the thank pro you. shop for these. Are, I actually thank really you. like this draft hat this year. This is a nice, this is awesome. This bro. is a nice hat. Yeah. So thank you for the pro shop. There's limited quantities of these, so if you want to get them, they're going fast. They told me that they're not going to have a problem selling out, and they probably didn't even need us to promote it. But you know what? I got us some we free hats anyway. Thank yes. you, thank you. So thank, thank you, so thank you, Shannon. Shannon. Thank you, pro shop. Comes in the snapback flat bill <laughs> version and the the flex fit version that we all have here so speaking of the draft this is the first time we've been together since the draft kurt yeah give me your overall grade and then we'll and then we'll get into the specifics i don't i don't know okay successful or unsuccessful well i'm 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 trusting our man will mcclay i will say it was successful um they addressed the defensive needs that they needed to okay um, Did they though? Well, <laughs> like I said, I'm trusting in our in, in our man Will McClay. <laughs> okay, all right, good answer, good vague answer. Nate, how do you feel about it? Thumb up, thumb down. Last thumb week sideways? you said ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. Are you? I, you got your I'm guy. You got good. your guy. You got I'm your pumped. your big fat clog in the middle, didn't yeah, you? Yes, sir. And, and, and you know, we. I'm, I'm just pumped. I'm pumped. Okay. I'm pumped. Well, okay, we'll get into why he's yeah. pumped in a minute. Yeah, Jesse, pumped. overall <laughs> thoughts on the draft? Uh, I give it a I give it a B. Um, okay. Since I'll, I'll answer the question, I won't be chicken like the other two. And I'll answer the question that you asked. You asked for a grade. You asked what uh, his ass number was, Jesse. He asked what his ass. You know, I'm, I'm he, he asked he asked for a grade. I he did. asked for a grade. He said, a, "How would you grade the draft?" A, a plus. He asked for a grade. A plus. A plus. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry, well, Jesse. I say B. Okay, I, I say I Parsons, say it was a B. It's, it's Parsons because um, it's Parsons. It, it, yeah. yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's well, <laughs> well it, start, it, it starts there. Of yeah. course, it starts there. Okay. That's the first overall pick, so it starts there with 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 Parsons. I think Parsons will be a good player. Um, I think where they picked him, the positional value wasn't worth the number ten slash twelve pick. Especially, I know hindsight's always twenty twenty. When you look at getting a guy like Jabril Cox later on in the draft, some other pieces. I just, I just think for what this team is 
at that pick to me that the Micah Parsons was a, a, a bit of a reach um, for a linebacker to go that high because the linebacker and in the in the in the long play of this whole thing won't have the impact that we wanted the corners right the corners are gone so for me if the, if the who we initially wanted are gone then the next thing for me to have that positional value at that pick for the long play of of what the cowboys are and what the cowboys will meet it should have been an offensive lineman we should have went and got uh one of the offensive linemen because Slater, you don't pay Dak prescott all that Slater, I think Slater was still on the board. You don't pay Dak Prescott all that money, and you know that you have an aging, fast, aging, fast Tyron Smith. You've added an extra game to this season, uh, so that that goes again. It says you know Tyron's going to probably miss a couple games, but you hope to get Dak Prescott to a third contract, right? If everything goes well and he wins a championship in this, you know, in this window that he's in, you want to get him to a third contract. I, I don't think. Micah Parsons would have a greater value to your football team on the long play than getting a guy like uh, uh, like Slater to play that left tackle position that will protect your hundred and sixty seventy thousand million dollar quarterback um, for the long haul. So uh, that that's where I was kind of eh. and, and you know we had some other issues down the down the road and I'm still waiting to make comments about the the ball pick the offensive lineman out of Marshall. Uh, you know, as one of like the people who said from the, your explanation doesn't yeah, sound but, like but a big I, I like no, because I like I think Parsons is going to be a really good player. I think he's going to help this football team. I love the Kelvin Joseph pick. I think that's going to be a great pick. Jabril uh, Cox is going to be a really good football player. They address a lot of the needs. They got some cornerbacks in there. They got some safety play. I mean, they're, they're, it's going to be a really good overall draft. I just think early on the play of getting someone at that high of a pick is what really kind of I'm, I'm not as excited as Nate is about, you know, my enthusiasm. But I do think this is a B, B minus. You, you, you telling me, Jesse, that playing in a black hole last year, that it just opened up and just swallowed the universe, that we cannot fix this black hole that we have on this defense. We, you Sooner or later, you're going to have to invest a high pick, higher than a than an 18th pick or a 16th pick, and this kid, Michael Parsons, if he come in and do the job that he's supposed to, if these defensive linemen do the job they're supposed to, that would be okay. We have more than enough offensive linemen to, to satisfy this need until next year. You had a black hole defense that saw all type of records negatively in this league and in this franchise. Right. You can't continue every year to say this, and then next year at this time, if God blesses the all to be here, well, uh, the offense will just stop somebody sometime, somewhere. And if you say, as you say, Black Hole, you're not talking about swallowing up runners and uh-uh. receivers. You're talking about opening up and letting them completely yeah. Th- through, thank right? Thank you, thank you. So a uh, 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 time warp, okay? It was a time warp. Uh, whatever you want to put it. Jesse, stop. Jesse, stop. You're too logical no, sometimes. No, but I, I think you're I think, too logical sometimes. No, you you address that with, with, with the request that you wanted, right? You wanted some big greasies up front. I think a part of that, when you talk about linebacker play, yes, there was poor play and injury with Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderess. Absolutely. But another part of that is we didn't have anybody that commanded double teams up front. 
Our defensive uh, yes, front, our, our, whether, whether it was over the center or one technique or whatever it was up front, we, we had guys getting pushed back into the lap of linebackers. You want good linebackers, you give them some good guys up front that'll give them an opportunity to see, read, and diagnose a play and get to it. A lot of times, you know, Jalen Smith and, and Leighton Vanderesh, the offensive lineman was getting to them four or five yards down the football field. Well, you, uh, I, that, uh, the opposing team's offensive line was recreating the line of scrimmage on our defensive line. So while it may have started, that ain't what you said. The first six games line, last year, Jess, that is not what you said. The last, the first six games last year, you said, "Look at this misdirection. That is what's killing our linebackers. They take a step this way." No, Jesse, no. You are too logical. Let's just look at the film <laughs> and just be said that. for real. Reality, bro. Reality is we were a black hole, so, man. So, so, all right. So, 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 let me ask this question: If we don't fix the matters up front on that defensive line, you think you think Micah Parsons is good enough to defeat guards? And and, and, no. and sinners from getting to that second. I, All right then. So I, if, he, I if he's this. getting blocked four or five yards on the field with the guys that they have brought in, the guys that they have brought in up front. Even though I'm still upset because we didn't get a guy that we know that can stop the run, we have a better chance. We have a better chance. I did not like how Layton played last year. Dude, whether it's injury or whatever, I didn't like how Jalen played last year. Now, yes, I, I granted a lot of guys were getting pushed back in their laps, but when games were when guys wasn't getting pushed back in their laps, they did not grow, they did not get better. And I'm not saying that these kids can't get better, but now we have competition. Now we won't have arrogance walking around the field thinking that you're doing something. That I love you're that. Not. I love that. Do you think? I love that. Do you, I, lo- I love that part. Do you believe that Parsons was the fourth ranked player on their board and if so shouldn't you go with that best player available especially a defensive guy unless you got he asked you a question jesse <laughs> i don't know if he's asking me or you that well, he's asking you that he's looking at me but he's talking to you because i'm good with the traffic but you're talking to jesse ask it again Kurt. Well, so I mean, professional you know they said that parsons was their fourth rated prospect on the draft board and I mean do you think that's true or is it kind of you know they're just talking him up and if so I mean I like the fact that they did take the best player the best defensive player available I think the defense needed to be addressed more obviously you know there are concerns along the line but like Nate said I feel a little better about what we got going on offense than, than what we you know the, the big holes we have on defense so that <clears throat> excuse me at that Puberty point sucks doesn't oh, it Kurt man. At that point, I think you have to take the best player available on defense, and they claim it was Parsons. So, if they claim that's who it was, then that's who it was. I mean, who am I to tell them that they're wrong? Yeah. I wasn't in the war room. I don't. I don't look at the boards. If they said that's who it was, but we also know that you know, if there's anyone, if there's anyone who can spin. Dress up, sell Here a story. It's Here our owner. It's, Jer- it's Jerry Jones. So he's going. 
Jerry Jones doesn't tell you like, well, you know, we we didn't really want Parsons, but we got him, right? No, he's going to tell you that this was the guy that we wanted. He's going to tell you a story about how he dreamt about him. He's going to tell you a story about how he he read a tweet from last year about this kid saying he wanted to be in the white and blue. He's going to tell you all these magnificent stories to make you and I believe that this was the absolute right pick for them. So if they say it, sure, 100%, I believe it because let's let's Jerry Jones has never told a fib before to us in his life and he's never fabricated a story before to us in his life so <laughs> if he said it it got to be bible hey hey wow. <laughs> uh, hey let me say this here man eight players out of 11 right right are, are defensive players now they they've answered one of my questions big time now the next question is when these dudes line up on this field, out of those eight, can we get four or five of them on the field playing? Because, Je- Jesse, I'm talking to you, my man. I do not want to go through another another time of wasting Dak's talent or wasting yeah. the running back's talent or wasting the wide receiver's talent. You score 40 points, but it's a 40 that we have to have and not a 40 because we're blowing folks out. Because we don't have no type of defense at all. We have a chance now. We have a chance. How, how much of an impact can these young guys have, though, in the first year? Play, play them. We, we'll know. We, what they Damn. did last year that was so wrong, I think, once you found out that the guys up front was not the guys we needed. Yep. You know, we, we, we didn't play the young guys. So we didn't get a chance. Now, now we got, you know, Tristan got hurt. Gallimore got hurt towards the end. But we these guys should have been playing. And if they wasn't smart enough to play, well, you should have dumbed it down way quicker before the players started uh, crying and put those young guys in there. Well, this year here, you have no other choice because Coach Quinn, it's like, you know what? If y'all let me run this, half of these guys I'm going to run out of here because yeah. the film don't lie. So half of these guys going to be gone anyway. So the young guys going to play. And we may have an ugly first half season. But up towards the end, these guys will learn what's happening. They'll play fast. They'll play smart. And it'll be competition in their position. All right. What would you think? I, you know what? I won't tell you what I think when we come back from break. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? Good, you draft that. Tease, huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you what I think. Because uh. I, I think my as the draft progressed, my opinion varied greatly with each pick and i'll let you know where i landed when we come back on the next no one cares what i think they want to hear (laughs) former players and kurt the the wisdom over here but i'm still (laughs) man they got snickers left in here we're gonna eat some snickers jesse we got candy too you just (laughs) picked the wrong day to play hooky all right we'll be right back on hanging with the boys Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough as nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, 
You can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. 1996, a great year and a glorious decade. Dolly the Sheep was clothed. Dial-up was awesome. Influencers didn't exist. Pants were baggy. And the Dallas Cowboys won it all yet again. Sadly, we can't go back to the 90s, but we can still watch the Cowboys try to win it all once more. Whether you're traveling to the games or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Petty Jean Meats has been providing high-quality meat for families for more than 90 years. Using only the best cuts of meat and quality ingredients, Petty Jean Meats still smokes their meats the old-fashioned way over real hickory chips for 18 hours. Fill your pantry with Petty Jean Meats ham, sausage, bacon, and more. Or send your loved ones a gift box full of their favorite items from PJMeats.com. That's PJMeats.com. Petty Jean Meats. Taste the difference. Back to hanging with the boys. We are back, and during the break, Chris Beam went out over to the war room, got the camera, <laughs> climbed up to the top of one of the pylons out amazing, in amazing. the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center and put the camera up there where you guys can see this beautiful, gorgeous day today. Look at the, you see the wraps on the sides of the screen? Those things look awesome. Dak on the left and then, what is that, Zeke on the right and some other guys? Right, yeah. Looks really good. They, they spruced that up for the draft party last week. So, looks really good. It looks really good. So, um, I'm going to tell you about... Um, this live read here that I'm trying to pull up that I wasn't prepared for. And I'm going to tell you about Tommy John. If, if you watch, yeah, I should. If you watch the draft in, in old basketball shorts or baggy sweats, well, you're an amateur. If you want to relax like a pro and upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John loungewear, it looks awesome, feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks, it's machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spills. Shop loungewear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com. Forward slash Cowboys. All right. I know you guys have been dying to hear what I think yes. about the draft. Such a tease. When the first few rounds, I was not overly excited. I was not super thrilled with the Parsons pick just because I was thinking offensive tackle that was there. I was really shocked that both cornerbacks Smart. were off the board. Smart man. But as the draft, here's what I like about the draft. They knew where the problem was. It was defense. Yeah. The whole defense, right? Right. They filled the holes that they didn't address in free agency with the draft. It was like they actually had a plan this year. They went out. They got some safety help. Now, those safety is going to be the answer and the be-all, end-all to be determined, right? But they went out. <clears throat> they got – you now have, if these linebackers the – Cox, the Cox pick I was over the moon with. I thought – that was the steal yeah. of the draft, man. He's if he's anything yeah. like he was at LSU, he's you went from having a very suspect group of linebackers based off of performance last year to hey, you might have the best linebacking core in the league if these guys live up to their potential. I saw where uh, Lavar Arrington, which knows a little bit about playing linebacker, said that Michael Parsons has the potential to be the best to ever one of the best to ever play the position. So I. I love what they did now that I think about it. Where was your, where was your big issue last year? The run game, right? 
getting to the second level, not being able to get those guys off of you. You, got, you, you addressed that. I think there were a couple of picks to me that were a little bit of a reach, but then you made up for it with Ball. You made up for it with Cox. I think it, it wound up leveling itself out as you went through the draft. I'm excited. You got 11 picks. I, I kind of – I said right before the draft, I went on with Cowboys UK, and I said, just don't get cute with this. Don't move up. Don't move back. Whoever falls to you at 10, stay there. I felt that way when they moved back a couple, a few picks, but I think it worked out for them. You know, it's going to take two or three years to tell if this draft is right. a good one. But I, I actually liked what they did. Once the draft was over, I was able to sit back and and go look at some of these guys and read about them and see some tape. And you know, Nate got his guy. You know, he got a a big guy that can clog up the middle. I I, I like it. I I'm excited to see what these guys do. Were you guys? Questioning what was going on during that third round because they got a lot of criticism for reaching for yeah, guys. Yeah, a little bit. Reaching for who? They say all three of them. If, if you talk to the you know the experts, who, who whoever that is, you know mm. they were saying that all, those all three picks were or was it four? All they were all uh, reaches that they were taken too high, especially the 99th pick to not Sean Wright. Um, so I don't, were you guys, did that kind of throw you off a little bit? You, you know what? Uh, I think you got it in your notes when we go to your section. That they, they, they let Will McClay have a lot to say in this draft because mm-hmm. they were the ones that's watching film. You couldn't visit a lot of guys when a lot of uh, putting hands on. So you had to kind of look at the film and determine what these coaches like. They like long players. They like players that are supposed to be having some intelligence to them. So – uh, I'm liking it. I'm a trust in Will McClain until I see different. But we don't have two or three years. We have a year or two. Mm-hmm. It, two or three years. If if it's two or three years, we back in the same boat. We we need guys that can play. These guys have to come in and play. And I think they draft the guys that can come in. I think Coach Quinn knows what he want. We have to help help the offense, and we cannot every year. Uh, be what is it nine and nine and whatever the record will be, you know, because uh, it's an extra game now. So nine and eight, we can't be that every year and saying we're almost there, we're almost there, and we never address the black hole that sits on the side of our defense. We got to address it. And they they addressed it, you know. <clears throat> I think we might really see just how good, or hopefully not bad, uh, Will McClay and his staff are at this because, like he said, you know, in the past. Because of all the restrictions, they didn't have a combine. They didn't have the pro days they could go to. They couldn't scout as much. And, but that leads to it, you know, a lot of the what word he used was groupthink, where you have all these scouts going to one place, and then they all go to the other, and then they all go to the other, and they're talking the whole time. And so they kind of form a, almost a combined opinion on players. They talk each other into yeah, and out of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy's good. This guy. Well, they couldn't do that this year. McClay and his staff had to rely on their own people. They had to watch film. They couldn't go out as much. So it'll be interesting to see if the, this may really show what great evaluators. Yeah, if they have a year or two. Here's, here's going right. to be the biggest thing that the Cowboys have lacked for a very long time. It's not the Will McClay factor. Yes, you want Will McClay to bring in the guys. The biggest thing that the Cowboys have lacked in, and, and, and we see it happen in other places, development can these coaches get the most out of the players can they squeeze out all of the juice out of these players this football club has lacked 
a consistent level of development of his players. Yeah, when you get guys like Amari Cooper, when you get guys in the first round, when you get when you get those level guys, those guys are supposed to be NFL ready in the sense of they don't need much development to get what they have to get. It's when you get guys in that third round, fourth round, fifth round, how can you develop them? This team, this franchise, this organization has been piss poor in prior years of getting, whether it be draft picks or unsigned guys or whoever it is, the ability to develop players, to have a stable of players that can go out there and play. We've always been super top heavy. We've always had all of the bells and whistles on the outside, but our engine and our core has been weak. And that is the biggest thing for me when it comes to getting all of these players. Can Dan Quinn, can Mike McCarthy, can this, this, this group as a whole, how can you develop them? How can you get them ready to go and play right now? Bradley and I, who was, who was drafted last year, should be ready to go. Neville Gallimore should be ready to go. Tristan Hill, my God, you gotta be ready to go, young fella. Like you got to be able to get some of these guys that you've brought into your system developed and ready to go. You got to get them on the field. So now as you're growing these other young draft picks, right, as you're growing the Parsons, as you're growing the Jabril Cox of the world, as you're growing the Nations and those other players, you're saying, as you guys are developing, I got these other group of guys that I know can go out here and give me some stuff. That's been the problem. We've been so top heavy. Like, oh man, if, if, if Sean Lee goes down, it's a wrap. We can't function. If Jalen Smith can't play, we can't function. If, if so-and-so was out, we can't function because we've been so top heavy. And you see it across the league, the level of development that happens in good football programs that if guy, a guy or two may go down, they plug the next guy in. I'm not saying the next guy has to be a pro bowler or an all pro or hall of famer. What they, they're able to plug those gaps and allow those guys to be placeholders to set player gets back into the fold. The Cowboys have lacked the ability to develop players for a very long time. And that's going to be key. Dan Quinn, you want the long arms and the big guys? You got them. You got them. You got all of them. All the guys that you got drafted up front got long arms. Got what you what you want, size, ability. Can you develop guys that are going to be giving you layers and levels to your defense? If you can't, we'll find ourselves in the same place we've been finding ourselves every single year. One guy goes down, one guy's not performing well. The rest of the the rest of the the rest of the car won't work. You got to be able to say, "Hey, here's the next guy in line. Here's the placeholder. Here's guys that we have. Here's our rotation of quality players that we can put out there on defense to help this football team out." Fellas, this is a monumental moment in the history of the show. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Come on, come on, for the first time, come on, Shannon, first time, come on, Shannon, over a year. Let's go. We have a caller. Let's go. The phone <laughs> rang oh, so he, much. Thought he was coming to agree with me. No, thought he was coming no, to agree. No, 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 which, no. Which, yeah, because I, I was gonna blow it up, but I knew we had a call, so I, I was gonna blow up what you said, Jess. But I'm gonna let it go. Ooh, well, let's blow yeah. it up after the call. Yeah, For the first time in a year, up. we're gonna go to the phone. Chris said the phone was ringing off the hook, and he really just it answered be it. Somebody good. So it would stop ringing. It's Josh in Maryland. Josh, welcome to the show, and congratulations on being the first caller in over a year. Hey, how about the 
Cowboy. <laughs> I like it. I like What's it. What's going on, fellas, man? I had to call in. I had that was me blowing up the line, man, because I just wanted to tell y'all I appreciate the show and all that good stuff. I done rolled with y'all throughout the whole pandemic. This need to be an ESPN show for real, for real. Man, I watched that other show yesterday. Man. They, they, they was kind of down, man. They was down, and I'm like, I'm hype about this draft. I don't understand. We got 11 players to come get competition to the defense, and, I, and that's the thing that we was missing. You got all the top-heavy players. They already thought they won the Super Bowl. I like this draft. I mean, from the first pick to the last pick, I think that um, they kept saying, we got high-floor guys, high-floor guys. Some of the guys 20, 21 years old. How do you know they ain't going to get better? You know, I think it's just too much prejudgment. I think we should let these guys ride out because I tell you what, them top dogs, they scared now. They they cutting folks. It, it, it's going to be a different season. So I just wanted to come in and say that and appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Oh, that's great, man. Appreciate that, that's you listening great. to us, Josh. I, I love that, appreciate Josh. Appreciate it. You came with that fire, man. He got that enthusiasm. I hope you, I hope you showed off that got Jesse going in the right direction. Oh, Jesse, what? Can Jesse hear him? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Jesse you hear him, can't Jesse? hear him. He's I just heard sitting there. Oh, okay. okay. That's great. That's great. Josh, Josh got it. it going on. So, Nate, blow Jesse up. I want to well, hear it. The, the, the thing is, Boom. you can't. You can't. Boom. You, I love you. <laughs> you can't develop what you don't play. When you have coaches deciding on this player, that player, and this player, and all of a sudden you get here, oh, this guy can't play. Oh, wow, this guy can't learn the defense. Whoa, we can't do this with this guy. You don't draft – Jesse, you know the rule on defensive players. Anybody that's a fourth-round pick and higher on defense, you have to play unless your defense is a first top-rated defense. We don't have a top-rated defense. These guys will learn. They will be developed. Quinn has his hands all over this. Uh, uh, will McClay has his hands all over this. These guys have to play. Well, okay, let me ask you. You've got – All right, well, Nate, you just made my point. You just made my point. I, you thank you for thinking you're blowing me up, but no, you no, actually I, I, I'm not blowing you up. The, the other guy blew you up. I'm just <laughs> no, the but other you guy. made you made the you made you made the very critical point but that you, I just said. Development is a part of that. They we haven't done that in the past. Not not just last year with year with, before uh, with that coaching staff and the year before. year before and the year before that and the year before that. So. Playing these guys, finding a role for them, developing them. You can't keep these guys on the sideline and just think it's going to just happen. All of a sudden, they're just going, just by osmosis, these guys are going to turn into players. No, you have to put together a plan on how to get them to become a player. The problem that we had before, we had this level of entitlement. And, and guys would just show up and say, well, I was the starter last week. I'm the starter this week. And no coaches challenged them and made them have to earn their spot. I think that is changing with what Dan Quinn has drafted this year and his philosophy. He wants guys to go out there and compete. He comes from a place where guys had to go out there and compete under Pete Carroll in, in Seattle. So to, 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 to your point, to help me make my point is, it's now time to develop these guys, play them, find places for them to play, find roles for them to go, and, 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 and allow their games to flourish as you're building them. So, so thank you for... For, for making my point, my okay. point, your point. So how are they going to... Okay, they have five linebackers now. You've got the two rookies in Parsons and, and uh, Cox. You've got, obviously, Jalen Smith, Leighton Van Der Esch, and they've signed Ken O'Neill, who's supposed to play linebacker. 70% of the time, there are two linebackers on the field. How are you going to develop mm -hmm. the other? How are you going to balance the development of the young guys with preseason, baby? With, 
Three. What about? I mean, how you can? But they David need to Hellman, see real action. David, how you David see Hellman. Go ahead on Jesse. David Hellman had a had a had an amazing tweet. It was from uh, uh, the movie uh, Batman, and he had the Joker where he said, "We're gonna have tryouts." And he took the pool stick and he broke the pool stick, and he had two sides of the Thank pool you. stick. Thank you. Remember that movie? And he yeah. just said. Whoever, whoever comes out of who, whoever comes out of this room, that's who's on the team. team. Yes, that's how you do it. That's you go out there and you let go. You got guys go out there and compete. You, ain't nobody, nobody's the starter. We're gonna split these reps. Guys are gonna play, and I'm gonna give a fair shot to each one of these guys. Now, part of development is on the players' side of it is you got to go and study. You got to go and learn. You got to go and prepare yourself so that when you get your opportunity on the field, in practice, in OTAs, in mini camps, in training camp, that you show and prove. But the the days of we're just going to march this this first group out and they're going to have. Oh, I think we lost Jesse. You know what? Let's. Well, who, well, let me ask. Hang on, we uh, we got to do something real quick, oh, Kurt. Sorry, because we have a long. Chris started something. He answered the phone. And now the phone won't stop ringing. Hold on, hold but, on, hold on. But we, Chris, make sure we have good callers now. Yeah, but we got a special call that we have to right. take because it's yeah. going to be really expensive if we keep him on hold any longer. It's our old buddy, Philip from France. Philip, yeah. how are you? Uh, I'm fine, and it's a great pleasure, and, and it's great to talk to you again. You know, uh, I missed a lot. Uh, I love you talking with uh, with you. Um uh, just one thing uh, for Jesse. I love your T-shirt, Jesse, and uh, I remember that picture from uh, the game in San Francisco. Uh, great, I love it. So uh, my question is essentially for uh, the future of fame. Well, Famer, uh, Nate Newton, uh, I'd like to know what uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the big guys they select, the Cowboys selected uh, during the draft playing on offense and defense. Thanks for taking my call. Take care. Be safe. Bye-bye. Thanks, Phillips. Let me, let me say this. I, I watched a couple of highlights. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the highlights. Okay, highlights. Mm-hmm. The, the guys can run. These big guys can move from tackle to tackle. Mm-hmm. And that's what I look at. How quick can you get from tackle to tackle? Can you stop the run? And these guys, from who they was playing against, they was able to the highlight, stop the run. I'm excited about that. Uh, and as Jesse was saying, it, it, it's going to come down to this. And y'all seen the movie Batman, right, where the yeah. Joker broke the stick mm-hmm. and said, huh, he just threw it on the ground. They had to get up there and kill somebody to get up out of there to be on the team. Yeah. Who, who do you think gets like the? I don't know if it's you say benefit of the doubt or who who has the the favorite? Is it let, the, let me is say it the high right price second round pick from a few years ago or the number one pick from a couple years ago or is it this year's number one pick? I if, mean, if you have a rookie that is doing the same thing a veteran doing, and your only fear is that he gonna make a mistake, well play the rookie. See, I remember several yep. years ago, Jimmy had to make a decision. I can't think of the guy. It was a great scenario. The, Jimmy told one of the defensive back coaches, hold on. This rookie can do the same thing this dude doing who's been here for six years. And all we, and, and this rookie upside is greater. And all we're going to worry about him making a mistake in the game, we better than that. We're going to play the rookie. Oh, yeah. you, you don't give a veteran – he has to be head and shoulders – Better than this rookie, and, and and when 
we lost a friend of the show in Antoine Woods. Mm-hmm. But I love Antoine Woods. And my my thing to Antoine Woods right now, Antoine, you are a run-stopping machine. You lost that over the years. Over these few years, you lost your ability and your mindset of what got you here. Guess what? Now you're on the street. Don't lose sight of who you are and what you are. And if you're a veteran and you're not doing what you were brought here to do and doing it at a high level, you become a casualty. And so if Jalen is not making plays, just typical three-yard or less plays for tackles, why not play the other guy? Why not, why not give Parsons all the reps? It, 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 it's not a hard thing to figure out. It's not a hard – because you got a super offense over here, and you're going to keep, keep playing these veteran guys that's giving up 800 yards a game, 400 touchdowns a year, and, and, and not let the young guys play? <laughs> no, nah, it don't work that way, man. It don't work that way. Before we go to our last break, Jesse Phillip brought up your shirt. And, yeah, he said it was a great shirt. And you have a picture of you on yourself. Explain, please. What is, yeah, what is the photo there? It's you and Coach? This is the photo from San Fran where Tony, Tony. is giving me his Chipotle oh, order. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, he's giving me his Chipotle order right before we go out for that final drive and win that game in overtime in San Francisco. Tony's a very – he's a stickler about, you know – his uh his uh burrito bowl. So Stop he was like, "Listen, man, here's Stop what I it. want." What was he telling if you? If you forget the if you forget if you forget the guac, God. it's over for you. You're if ridiculous. I'm telling you, if you forget the guac, pack your bags. So what, yeah, what was this shirt? What right was he here. telling you, really, was, for real? I honestly don't know because I, I kept <laughs> over talking him like I normally do everyone else. He he was saying something and I just kept telling him, "Tony, I'm ready. I'm ready." I'm ready, Tone. I'm ready. I'm ready, Tone. You can just see my head shaking. I'm like, I'm ready. Whatever he was saying, I said, I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So uh, I made sure I got the guac on the side like he likes it. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was happily. He was happy. All right. Let's take our last break. When we come back, Kurt's Corner. It's all your sure. show, Kurt. Oh, yeah. We come back. Oh, now you're with the boys. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. 
Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on Seeky is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back, and DCC prep classes are online. Prep with the best each week through online Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders dance classes. Each class features a warm-up, authentic DCC choreography, including palm, kick, and jazz, plus exclusive audition performance tips to get you ready for DCC auditions. Register now at DallasCowboysCheerleaders.com. Kurt, we ought to put you through one of those prep classes and see how you... How you fare? How do you think you <laughs> can do? Have a, better have uh, a fibrillator you got, you got some dance EMT moves? on the side. <laughs> you, you think you can make it through a, 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 oh, an hour-long class? Heck no. No? What's your cardio level like right it's now? It's bad. Is it bad? Yeah, I'm trying to get back into working out, but I'm, I'm, I'm in poor shape, fellas. I'm are, sorry. Are you? Oh, yeah. Have you been over to Cowboys Fit since the, the pandemic started? I, I just started going back, so I need to... I haven't been. I need to go. I've been going to the, the apartment gym where I live. I haven't been to the, the Cowboys Fit. Is it is it... Is it kicking As being over there? Full-time employees, do you guys get a discount over at the Cowboys? Uh, we get a really good, good rate. Yeah. yeah, and the and the Jones family is kind enough to to supplement the the membership that we don't have to pay. So they they pay a big portion of it for going, us. Going to that gym is a humbling. Well, that's experience. good. That's that's great for health insurance, though. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice gym too, man. It's oh, it's, it's really nice. Everybody is it's yeah. top, young and top fit notch. and being old and out of shape. I'm definitely the outlier there. So <laughs> I don't think you're that old, Kurt. You're not that old compared to those people in there. I am. You're old, but you're not that old. All right, Kurt. Kurt. Oh, by the way, yeah. Just man, we're we're losing all of our social media allies on the team. We lost, you know. Tyrone Crawford earlier yeah. in the year to retirement. We we just lost Antoine Woods. Don't know what's going on with Joe Looney. Like, I got to go make some new relationships. Yeah. I got to get some sure. some guys. Oh, this will be easy. All these guys. all these new kids yeah. coming in. Oh yeah, they, these young guys yeah, love social yeah. media. They, they, so you ain't got a problem with yeah. that. It's the older guys that's like, dude, relax, yeah. get away from me. Yeah. These young guys, they can't wait to do a TikTok, a video, or, or something. So you, you good? Yeah, the kid you out of Stanford is with stuff. Is he kid out of Stanford? Jesse, are you on TikTok? No. No? Okay. Still just Too Twitter, huh? TikTok, man. What, what'd you say, Kurt? Just Twitter. You didn't lose much when Sean Lee retired there? Sean was not very active on social media. <laughs> no. He had an Instagram account that he actually started posting on his Instagram account, uh, you know, over the he last year. He just did a what's it called for you guys, right? Yeah, with, he with did. The a, pass the phone? He, he did, did it. You know what, fellas, He did a TikTok you know for us. Kurt. This is his time, and he'll every time he'll just let you take off. I know, yeah. and I and I then I, I, I give him like three minutes. Yeah, Kurt, you have actually you have ten whole minutes. Go, Kurt. Yeah. Amen. Corner, yeah. Kurt Daniels. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, I got I got two questions I want to run by you. One of them should be pretty quick. The other one might take a little more time. But the first one, then, 
Um, Will McClay had said um, in one of his uh, post-draft, I'm trying to find the exact quote here, um, he said that the game now, as I learned from the coaches, is all about space. That's why they chose you know, tall guys, guys with long arms. Can you guys kind of break down what is he talking about by space? How is it different now with space? You want to answer that one, Jesse, or you want me? Yes, sir. Um, what he means by space is when you look at what football used to be, everything used to be played in a box, right? Tight end to tight end. A lot of 22 personnel, 12 personnel. Now when you look at it, Football is being played with every bit of that 53 and a third, four, five wide receivers. Guys are being spread out. Concepts are being places where I want to lift the defense, so now I get a, I get a matchup with space with a running back and a linebacker. I want to create all this different space where now I get guys with the ball in their hands in different spaces. So the game has expanded from being just in that little itty-bitty box of what it used to be to now they're using the entire football field to run plays for formations for configurations for play calling and so now you have to have guys if I can't if I can't put a man in every single open space then I have to be able to use my size guys with long arms guys with length guys with height because those windows have now gone from this to this because guys are spreading you out and using more of that 53 and a third on the football field so you got to now put players in space in, in places that they can cover up that space, whether that be with speed, whether that be with length, whether that be with height, so that you now can cover those areas where the team offensively tries to stretch you in space with space with their formations and configurations uh, uh, like you see the league doing now. And, and just to make it real simple, blocks don't play no more. It's all about athletes. You see it in basketball. It's all about athletics. If you, if you, they will sacrifice a little bit for a better athlete, for a tall athlete, like just say the closed space, you know, to to be able to. Before you know, I had over the center, and I give you just a simple thing. Over the center, I had right a yard to his left, a yard to his right. Now they run stretch plays. Everybody's running some form of a stretch play where they hand the ball and ask the, ask the running back, at least make your aiming point out to the tackle. So that stretches is out right there another yard or two. So everybody has to have length. Have length. So you, when your quarterback looking, he'll see a guy in a hole or a gap. When the running back looking, he'll see a guy in a space. As you see, Andy Reid has mastered it. Uh, Tom Brady, when when asked to, he's mastered it. If he see an open space, he getting a guy there. He's like, hey, run the same formation, but we're going we gonna to put a guy running a route in this open area. So you have to not be a block. Like guys like me on defense, we're obsolete now. Them blocks, them blocks ain't, handle, ain't holding up no more. So the, like the Cowboys took Kelvin <clears throat> Joseph in the, in the second round, who's considered – you know, kind of a yeah. taller. I mean, I think he's just under six foot. But, you know, just after him, um, Asante Samuel was taken by the Chargers, who's maybe an inch shorter, maybe his arms are an inch shorter. I mean, does that really make that big a difference when you've got just an inch, you know? <laughs> you know, it, it, it just depends on how great an athlete you are. It just depends on how great an athlete you are. What this coach likes and what – McCarthy was trying to get to last year was that long athletic guy that can play more than one position, that can play uh, right over the uh, – and then a 3-4 where you have your, your end right over the, the tackles. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So he wanted that long guy that can fall down over that guard, you know, and be, and be longer than this guy. You want leverage. And leverage used to be 
short, can I get up under you and power drive you out? You know, could I stay with you, the little short, quick guy? Now everybody's long. I mean, now you had the receivers this year that didn't have a lot of tall receivers, but everybody else is long, athletic, and they want that. Every team is seeking that. Every defense is seeking that. You know, they don't want that old stubby guy that you can throw the ball over these days. You know, that, I mean, like if Leighton was healthy, Leighton Van Der Esch, at six, what, three, six, four? Woo, that's nice, bro. Yeah. I guess the, the and at the and at the corner position again, it goes back to what they run in this defense. They run yes. a lot of cover three, a lot of man free. So I want to be able to have that guy, be able to have the long the long arms to jam a guy at the line of scrimmage, a a, a guy who. When sometimes when you got to when that fade route seems tempting, you know, I got a longer guy who can get up there and deflect it and make that throw a much Sweet. more difficult throw than a smaller cornerback. So I, I need a guy who can play some press, who can play some zone. So it's like if I can find those bigger athletic guys, then I can use them because the range of these guys makes that throw so much more difficult. Go back and watch Seattle when they were in their prime of how many times you thought the fade route was there and all those guys, Brandon Browner, Richard Sherman, and, and guys like that, they would just tip it up. And you would see them just tip it up in the air and here come, here come a linebacker, here come Earl Thomas, here come someone else being able to come in and make a play. It wasn't necessarily that they would knock the ball down. They would say, with my length, even though if I can't get it, I'm going to just knock it back up and I'm going to have 10 right. other guys rally into the football who are long, athletic, and fast. And that's how they created a lot of those turnovers in that Legion of Boom defense. It was using their length and space, deflecting footballs, being able to – it's like a zone defense, like, like running a 2-3. When you watch Syracuse in college basketball run a 2-3, all those guys are super long and athletic, and they're able to cover a lot of space with their length. And when you add that to the mix of athleticism and speed, now you got something where you can run that defense that Dan Quinn wants to run. Like I said, I equated to basketball like, you know, short – Excuse me, a guy like Shannon who can just blow by Jesse, you know. But you, all just sudden, call, you just call me short? I, no, I didn't. <laughs> he and you, you, fast. And you go to you go to lay that ball up, and the next thing you know, Jesse like I got you. He done he done batted the ball away because you you may have gotten a step on him, but due to his long arms and his athletic ability, see a lot of times Richard Sherman would be beat, but if it was a fade, they had enough speed to catch up and enough body to get up. So it's, so it's it's all about recovery you know, too. Then Nashawn Wright, who everybody was really questioning, a lot of people didn't, you know, they didn't even have him on their board, or you know, they thought he was a free, yeah, yeah, wouldn't be drafted. I mean, he's the tallest corner in the draft now, is it, so he may be the prototype of what we're we're hoping well, for. Here. You know what? I, I, the reason I said A A plus because I'm just glad they went all defense. But like I say, second part is there. They got to get on the field. As Jesse said, I made I reiterated his point of development. <laughs> Put them on the field, okay? They gotta get on the field. If these, if we have one of our defensive players that is in the top four picks, and 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 they, hey man, such and such ain't playing like the kid we got last year that uh, I can't, the, the outside linebacker. An A? Yeah. No. I'm, That's him. Okay. Couldn't even get on the field. Why? Who was in front of him that was so much better? That had like 10 or 12 sacks. Oh, we didn't have a guy. We, we didn't have a team as 10 or 12 sacks, did we, as a team? So who was this – who who was not to put this guy on the field? Yeah. You know, that didn't say much for the coaches. Mm. 
The other question I was going to ask, and maybe we save this for next week because I think it's going to take more time. Well, yeah, because um, we only have a minute now. Yeah, I mean, that was going to be, you know, they've drafted some guys with some questionable off-the-field issues, and is that going to be a big concern? That might be a Ooh, deeper discussion a next long, week. Yeah, let's get in that next week. Um, the, the other one I had, though, was uh, one writer said that the really the key to this draft Give is going to be... Give me them thugs, baby! No, I'm playing. <laughs> it's a thug life. It's a thug life. It's a thug life, Jess. <laughs> Second chance Valley Ranch, baby. Oh, hey. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, do you think one writer said he thought that Kelvin Joseph, the second round pick, is going to be the key to this draft? That he's the guy. Oh, I heard he, the same interview. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you yeah. agree with that? I mean, they've they've taken such chances before in the yes, second round. Yes, they are, man. Yes, he is. Yeah, he think, is the guy that's yes, going to do it for yes. us. Yeah. He's the. Yes. He's the when you success. look at his highlights yes. at LSU, and then he came to Kentucky. This dude can ball. Now, I don't know what his off-the-field issues is, but you know what? Just get a guy that's twice his size and you can knock him out, and every time he get ready to do something wrong, boom, he take him back to the crib. Let him wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Let him wake up at the crib. <laughs> uh, I got a question before we get out of here for Chris. Chris, do you have sores on your butt? Why is that? Oh, yeah. From no, crab. not yet. Wow. You, you did – I just want – I just want to – give you some props y'all did a hell of a job on the draft show i, I watched a lot of the draft show how much coffee head. did he drink dude i you sat in that chair for how many hours over three days probably 30 um, plus hours gosh yeah something like that mm-hmm. it was thursday friday saturday yeah dude y'all podcast during the day so you had footage was oh, yeah. there was there a guy you didn't have footage of that got drafted no, um, no, right. we had Nation. Right. Yeah, Oregon. That's pretty. Oregon State's pretty easy. Uh, we, I had the deep snappers, the kickers. It was great, man. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. If you if you don't watch our draft, I, I would put our draft coverage oh, up yeah, against better. any of the national guys. They go through every pick. It's not just cowboy centric. Like they. Broadus was on it. Dane Dane was on it. Dane's amazing. Jeff Cavanaugh, you know, Kyle hosts it. Dane's gonna Dane be Hellman. a GM very soon. Like someone, dude, someone needs to make Dane Brugel that, that dude their, knows, their yes. GM or he, he knows his stuff, or something. Man. Yeah. He knows very, his very stuff. Very very soon. Yeah, but well, it's, it's one thing to pick pick for free. It is another thing to pick for money. I promise you that. Yeah. But yeah, Chris, y'all did a, y'all did a hell of a job, yeah, man. Yeah, Con- congratulations, hell yeah. of, hell of a draft show. So success. So my one question is. Work. When you went home to the family, did you just say, not tonight, I'm tired? Or you still play with that big old baby boy of yours? Well, by the time I got home, it was so late every night. So they're already sleeping. Oh, okay. so did you play Did that. you play Call of Duty at all Thursday, Friday, I did, or Saturday? I not, did not play Call of oh, Duty man. once this You weekend, know he was man. wiped out. You know what you should have got, man? Did you should have had a Snickers. Did you tap <laughs> on the shoulder and say, listen up? That's an ender. Fellas, it's been great. Kurt, good seeing you, man. Nate, good seeing you. Jesse. This is what you needed, bro. Chris, thanks you for the hat. (laughs) Nice shirt. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. I want some guac on the side, man. Three guacs on the side. Next week. I got you, baby. We will talk about you like a guac guy. We will talk about I got a new trailer park we can check out. The DNA of this team next (laughs) week. Look, I'm ready. I'm ready for the new trailer park. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Anything I say. See y'all next week. Hang with the boys. Snickers, Snickers out. Bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?